Boom! Welcome to Power of Marvel Legends, the YouTube channel where we review every single one of the very articulate, highly posable, incredibly sought out action figures known as Marvel Legends. I'm Flinkman, and I'm like that 2015 Walgreens Marvel Legends exclusive you keep finding while hunting for X-Men figures that no one asked for, and I'm never going away. This is Jason, aka Nerdalert Cosplay, and I am begging America Chavez to take me to an alternate universe where all my Cyclops figures are not on the Bucky Cab mold. My name is Michael Ham, and on the back of my trading card, there's no bio. I'm Michelle, and I'm just a girl standing in front of a Target, wishing it was a Toys R Us. Shout out to the Powers of X-Men podcast, Dayspring and Flinkman. We're here to discuss our top three favorite Marvel legends of all time. And the only criteria was it had to be a Marvel Legends figure. And it could be anywhere from Series 1 Toy Biz all the way through the Excalibur box set or the Marvel Legends Siren that's shipping now. And I, I want to ask you guys, what were your own personal criteria in selecting your top three? Were you objective? Were you subjective? Was it about like molds? Was it about paint apps? Was it about like having a character that we never had before? I tried to encompass all of those things. Um, I definitely redid my list several times. Well, my my top one, I feel like stayed, but my my second and third choice, like I wanted to make sure that I selected one that was like unique, um, something that we weren't always like getting um, great mold, great paint job. Uh, I like deep dive characters. So that also like was one of my factors. For me, it's uh, a combination of a character I never thought we'd get. So I feel lucky that we had it um, probably new sculpts and, and just, and a character that I really loved. Um, that was kind of the big combination for me. Also, uh, I'm going to be a size queen and I love a big chunky figure. So you'll see a lot of plastic, a lot of weight in my, in my top three. I'm sorry. Are you a size queen? <laughs> only, with, only with legends. Yeah. I mean, kind of the same. I think each figure I picked for different reasons. One is sort of objectively just my favorite legend. One is the legend that kind of just gets me the most excited to sort of look at it and play with it, the snow <laughs> phrasing. And uh, my third one is the one that I think like objectively is just like a really great Marvel legend. Like I have no attachment to it necessarily, but I just kind of love the way it looks. And I think the sculpts and everything are beautiful and the paint apps are beautiful. Honestly, I my choices are really character driven. Um, like, <laughs> I fully acknowledge uh, that my list is not made up of the most detailed or maybe the most uniquely sculpted or technically cool figures. Uh, it's it's a lot more like I can't believe we have this character and this look, and it looks so fierce. Um, like, had we done this years ago, you know. 15 years ago uh, when we were just really getting getting started with this and they they weren't really making characters that I loved. Um, so I, I, I might have been more objective about this is a cool figure versus I love this character, but I just feel so spoiled and so like hashtag blessed uh, by Hasbro. Um, we, we, we've just gotten so many things that I, I never thought we would get. So I, I'm really here to to celebrate those kinds of of figures i tried to be so objective with mine because all i want to put is gene gray gene gray gene gray and that's <laughs> it and call it a fucking list i literally looked at the figures and i was like take off your brain and just literally look at this object I mean, not take off your brain turn off your heart and objectively look at these figures so i'm i'm really happy with mine in fact i've taken like hundreds of photos of mine because they're here on the desk you sent me a picture of them and you were like objectively right these are the best objectively <laughs> right? objectively they are i'm sorry with that let's kick off a number three okay so yes i'm being subjective um i have them here all of so my number three is uh no surprise mr sinister and I'm bringing out the one that I have on his throne, which I bought this beautiful throne for him. Um, they just nailed it. I love the way it looks. He's my favorite Marvel character, period. 
the smile, the makeup, they, they really got everything right. Brand new sculpt. This could have been a Build-A-Figure and it wasn't. Um, so yeah, number three, that's all I have to say. The perfect sinister. Top five for sure for me. I, I'm just really glad that this time around, because this was our, we, we, we did get a, a Toy Biz uh, legend sinister that I was never a, a big fan of. So I was really, really glad this time around that they gave him the maniacal sinister grin that really, really made the figure for me. And of course, the enormous cape they got right this time. It's hard as shit to fit him in a lineup with that cape, but I don't even care. It's, it's, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, that wave, you had Boom Boom, you had Cannonball. It's a Wendigo wave, right? It was such a fun wave. And I would have thought like, oh, duh, like that original Toy Biz Sinister that we had was like absolutely perfect. But this one is great. And I hope we get an AOA Sinister with this mold. Well, I will say <clears throat> I bought two and I replaced one of the heads with the old Toy Biz head because I do like his angry face and that kind of um, angular featured one. So I have two on my shelf. One with the old toy biz head, one with the new. That's right. Sinister with those like jawline, that jawline for days. Yeah, like those cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. My number three is Shatterstar, which is I love, I love the figure. Like this was the first figure, I think, for me where I genuinely understood how much effort the team puts into the Marvel Legends. Like during the pandemic, this was the figure I would walk by it in my closet and I would like take it out and I would look at this little like shoulder application that is so well painted and so incredibly detailed like all the way through you flip it up it's detailed on the inside he's got his little cape moment back here he's got this beautiful ponytail like he's so handsome the one eye is painted gold and you can barely fucking see the eye at all They're, they they did not have to but they did and just i love him so much and honestly the character is great i'm i'm here for but like my other two are like characters that are so important to me in this figure. It's just, I love it. Like it literally brings me joy for absolutely no reason. So uh, I think this was like a WonderCon before the pandemic. And I found out that Louis Tan was doing a free signing there. And I had just wrapped filming uh, my Marvel Becoming episode and while I was doing that, I told Justin, I was like, go find us something for him to sign. And he was like, I think I found a Shatterstar figure, maybe. I didn't even ask the vendor how much it was. I just threw money at him and I left because I needed to go get in this line. And so we got our Shatterstar figure signed by Louis Tan. And he even wrote on there, Louis Tan, Shatterstar. Amazing. Like you had to put that in a fucking like vault. I know. It's in a case. <laughs> Flink, you're number three. So uh, something that we mentioned when uh, we talked to Ryan Ting a while back um, is that we were both like raised and, and we being you and I, Dayspring, we were both raised in that, that five inch era where like three fourths of the female figures were repaints and mashups of like the three female figures that existed at the time. So I've never been super mad about reuse or part sharing uh, in modern legends. And it just so happens that like the literal best of those kind of figures also happens to be my literal favorite character in her best costume. So Vintage Dazzler is my third choice in her bright blue costume with the jacket, all of the arcade. I mean, like I said, she's a really simple figure and she involves like rogues jacket, rogues belt, scarlet witches, like hex bolts. But like, what else, what else do you need from, from this Dazzler look? It has everything you could possibly need. And as much as I was hating on, on like mint on card collecting, she is the one figure that I have mint on card because we never got a dazzler in the classic toy biz years and i i just can't resist this orange card back with my girl finally finally so yes vintage dazzler my number three pick well and dazzler in the um in, in the original toy biz wave who was she repaint of in the in the she four series was it oh medusa it was black cat it was a black cat head on the uh invisible woman the clear invisible woman body with the jubilee power effect and the jubilee snap-on rollerblades which at the time was mind-blowing i was thrilled to have her 
Uh, but looking back, yeah, they kind of did my grill dirty with that, didn't they? Are we never going to get these again? Like with the plastic going away, like is that retro line just kaput? They did recent interviews and said, as per compliance with Hasbro, it's going away, but that they will think of a more clever way to deliver retro boxes. Oh, okay. It will not be plastic. Yeah. Oh well, there we I go. I mean, about this. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's like, I'm done with this. Goodbye. You know what, Hasbro? You really need to at me, okay? Because we need to talk. Hopefully, they can come up with something that satisfies the people and the environment. Fingers crossed. Michelle, you're number three. My number three is um, Mar- Endgame Valkyrie. Tessa She's Thompson. Box. Yes. That's one of the reasons why I liked this figure is because she looks so much like the actress. Oh, I mean, she looks she's great. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, the more recent one that just came out for Love and Thunder, I just got it, but I I like a I like a boss bitch, and Valkyrie is definitely one of those types of characters. So this was the figure that eluded me for a long time, and I randomly found her on Amazon for a fairly affordable price. Her box is a little bit dinged up, but for the older older figures, I don't mind. Well, she looks absolutely wonderful, and she's our fucking king now going into I Love and know. Thunder. King Valkyrie! Who's going to be her queen? That's a big question Ooh. everyone's been asking. My number three, I'm kicking it back old school toy biz marvel legends long shot stop it jason i see your (laughs) face right there as i'm trying to pin this no i'm sorry this is a great figure objectively look they have daggers molded into his calves right there that face sculpt is beautiful he's a butter face he's not a butter (laughs) he's not eject eject how do i mute you look at those (laughs) hips those ball ball jointed hips i can't even look at him no, look at that. He looks so wonderful. He's aged so well. He looks so good. Let me, he looks better than Celine Dion, White <laughs> Phoenix. Okay, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at this monstrosity right here. Look at her. Now look at him. Dazzler <laughs> thinks he looks great. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's so- not, it's not bad. It's one of the better toy biz that's, it's kept. It's definitely, it's definitely one of the best toy biz. It's the only toy biz figure that I would still probably display. Um, that's not to say we're not like massively overdue for an update. They could obviously do something much better now, but I have to agree for, you know, for 2006, whenever mm-hmm. that was, they did it it, it. it holds up pretty good. Look at the seams, the seams right there. Look, I'm going to give you, look, the hair right there. Obviously I don't want to vent it, but like it, cu- it gets cut off there from the molding and you can't remove his, I don't know what you call these, but his little things here. It's like, dagger thing his dagger things like you can't remove that so obviously we want alt hands and like an alt head but like i think it's aged well if we can't get a long shot figure because like no one's asking for a long shot figure like yeah right we're no asking. one we're asking hasbro's just not listening <laughs> and in just our first round here we have gone through the entire mojo verse first family of the mojo verse number two our second choice so we go from the butter face to the beautiful face of Shang-Chi <laughs> from the comics. He is a really good figure. This figure is so sexy, you guys. Like, this is how sexy this figure is. I saw somebody, they they swapped the Cyclops, the AOA Cyclops body. Or it was the whole box, basically. And they put the Shang-Chi head on it. And I was like, I would buy that figure because he is so beautiful. Like, it's not even the I right pic- figure. He's just so hot. I have to have it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? That is a, that's a sexy ass figure. And look at all these hands he comes with. I mean, he, he gets okay. so many hands. So I may have bought in that figure, so I can take his hands and put them on the Nate Gray figure, so he can <laughs> hold the Emcron crystal. See <laughs> the hero clicks Emcron crystal. These hands work for multiple figures, you guys. <laughs> I mean, multi-purpose hands. Multi-purpose, yes, multi-purpose hands. Yeah. And look at look at those abs. Okay. Can we, I mean, he has great me... abs. This is going to sound so creepy. I'm just glad they gave him nipples. Yeah. Okay. 
because yeah. there have been shirtless male figures without nipples, and that is just I know, does, I, this conversation is weird. But that did Namor have nipples? No, he doesn't. Um, I almost picked I also up saw, figure too, and then I decided to go with Shang Chi instead. One of the greatest things I've seen is someone did a whole like swimsuit pinup male figure uh, assortment, and they used a lot of that body and a lot of um, Namor's body. But it's like all the X Men, and they're like swimsuits and yeah Wolverine has nipples here there we go oh look at Wolverine's nipples there are they molded or are they painted on though they look painted are his molded uh Shang-Chi's are painted on is this the same no can I just say that I am so happy to be a part of this right now (laughs) (laughs) does anyone want to weigh in on the nipples Oh my God. I feel oh, like they should be raised and painted on there. Like we should have both. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here for it. What did yes. I start? <laughs> well, speaking of what did you start? What's your number two, Flink? Okay, so uh, we all knew that this guy was going to show up uh, on my list, uh, just because being a part of of his announcement uh, is such a special legends memory for me. Richter. Awesome 90s Richter design. Shout out to the Powers of X-Men podcast. Dayspring and Flinkman. I believe Flinkman, this was his number one wanted uh, X-Men Legends figure to be made. So my number two is X-Force three-pack Richter. Um, And this figure, honestly, like even if it wasn't like a super nostalgic, amazing memory for me, this still probably would have made my list just because it checks every single box I need a Richter figure to like, it has the fringe, it has the shoulder pads, the handkerchief. It's got the suede boots with the little stud detailing. It's got the Fabio hair and the, like my favorite shade of neon green. This is just a beautiful, well done, overly accessorized in the best possible way action figure of all time. Wait, can you explain to me the headband situation? In the comics, he does not have a headband, but the Toy Biz 5-inch figure gave him a headband. Am I understanding that correctly? So the art in those, like, early issues of X-Force is so fucking inconsistent. Like, everybody's costumes are drawn, like, very differently from issue to issue, sometimes page to page. So sometimes there was a headband but more often than not he just had his free-flowing fabio hair so i'm actually glad that that's what we got he might have had it on the trading card which was kind of used a lot as reference yeah he might have i i can't remember off the top of my head but i mean if you want a headband easy to just take a sharpie jason did you do a richter cosplay am i remembering that for a live stream yeah all right casual wait wait, (laughs) was it for our live stream yeah (laughs) <laughs> I have no memory of anything. <laughs> Maybe it was the Halloween episode. I oh, it was. It was the Halloween episode. Yeah. So my number two is the Marvel Legends two-pack Havoc. I mean, listen, I wanted to put Polaris in here too because I think Polaris looks absolutely wonderful. But in the end, I just get really excited holding this figure. And I know there was a lot of complaint that he had like T-Rex style arms, but I just think he looks so accurate I was so disappointed when we got the other versions of Havoc, especially that Walmart series one, because I wanted his big hair right Mm -hmm. there. I love the figure. I love the jacket. I think the accessories though we've seen them countless times looks absolutely wonderful. It vibes. I love this figure. I remember my local GameStop RIP had it in stock and they did call me (laughs) and I went running. I know (laughs) I went running there. It's only like a block away. And it was just a really great memory all around. But I, I do want to give the shout out. His Polaris that he comes with is equally as great. But we have a top three. We have the assignments. Top three had to be Havoc right there. I, I think you know that if you hadn't put him on your list, he would have been on mine. That figure is a fucking dream come true for me. It is my favorite Havoc look. It is executed so well. And never in a million years did I think we were ever going to get anything other than black costume, basic Havoc. I never thought we were going to get giant oversized coat over spandex Havoc from the 90s. And it's a dream. I love Look at the so detail much. on that jacket. Look at the detail on the it's fucking beautiful. jacket. Yeah. The 90s it was, was a time. It was, uh, it was all about that fashion. I, I mean, talk it. about making the Bucky cap look special. Like that one did it. I, I mean, only it. for the best summers, brother. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh. Adam X is the best Summers brother, period. Um, I will say I called that a near perfect figure. And the, the way I fixed it to make it perfect was he, I stole uh, wristbands off of my pig of Deadpool and I put yeah. wristbands around his gloves and it makes his arms look more proportional. Oh, you actually did give me that hack when we first started talking. Yeah, I agree. I think that that is the only thing I would say is a, is a miss are the wrists. His feet are really small too. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know. But the 90s had small uh-huh. feet. And big so if they had feet at all. <laughs> yeah, depending on who's drawing them Bob um, yeah. I have DM'd Rob Liefeld so much <laughs> being like please come on the podcast please bring all of us it's Mike you're number two uh, my number two I feel like it's contentious but I hope it's not it's the apocalypse build a figure not at all not contentious no? here not okay, in this thanks. group I would have put it in my top three but yeah yeah no I think it's 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 got that sinister paint color, which is like the, one of the reasons I love sinister. It's so shiny. The details are unbelievable. Like this bitch has so many veins just like over. I'm looking at it now and I'm like, Oh, I didn't see that vein earlier. Oh, I didn't see that vein earlier. Like they're everywhere. The detail on this is unbelievable. I think most of it's new sculpt too. Um, I mean, it's a build a figure, but like the face sculpt is so beautiful. Like I love that he, for some reason, has an underbite, which I guess makes him look much scarier. And yeah, I'm just I'm just very into this figure. You just I just did not get that dental work. <laughs> couldn't afford it. <laughs> couldn't afford it after eons of being alive. Yeah, and I just I think he's just a really not to steal Michelle's thing. I think he's a really sexy figure. I think <laughs> this figure does it for me. And I just I don't know. I love the size of him too. I think the Toy Biz, personally, the Toy Biz one's a little too big, especially for displaying. Oh, yeah. And I think this, like, nice medium, smaller than Juggernaut, but, like, I don't know, bigger than Strife is, like, a perfect size for him. So I have a few of them, too, because I... Is it the same? Is it the same mold as this one, Jason? I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same base. I just think he's, he's perfect, and he's my big boy, and I love him very, very much. (laughs) <laughs> he epitomizes that that chunky brick of a figure feel that I love. Yeah, he feels great, and I have him in my uh, House of X display too because I think he looks close enough. If he pre the Egyptian look, but like if he had the little loincloth there, I'm like one for you, one for the villains, one for the good guys, one for the battle scene. Apocalypse okay, for everyone. Yes. <laughs> you get an apocalypse. You get an apocalypse. You get an apocalypse. I mean, that just sounds like the last couple of years, honestly. <laughs> can we call him michelle can we call him big daddy apocalypse since we can't say big daddy cable i think we can we should call him thick daddy thick daddy big daddy apocalypse by the way i love that the subtext in a lot of these pics have been us being thirsty for like the character i think it says a lot about the group that we have gathered because i'm thirsty you know if this was really who we were thirstiest for like it's arcade for me. I don't know what it is about arcade. <laughs> it's the shoes. Those yeah, he's wearing Louboutins. Zaddy can afford Louboutins. <laughs> like he's like a spoiled rich kid mm-hmm. with like Louboutins. Like I'm here for it. Jason, what's your number two? All right, uh, we're continuing the trend of villains and big figures, uh, um, and a figure I never thought they would ever make, and that is I am going with Strife. It <sighs> is such a gorgeous figure and they nailed it um there's so many like overlays and new sculpt and every ridiculous thing about his costume they didn't try to skimp on like the way the cape comes up before it comes down um yeah just amazing and the reason i put it on my list is because dwight let it slip once in a live stream that he hates this figure voted against it many times and still can't believe that we they put out such a ridiculous looking thing um i I disagree it's a gorgeous figure Gorgeous. And also, he came out before Hasbro started reaching their X-Men stride. Because I feel like they reached their stride. The Rogue figure stands out to me and the Cyclops figure stands out to me as like, oh, they got the X-Men right. Like, they're getting them right. This was back in the day when Vampire Jubilee was coming out. Celine Dion. <laughs> Phoenixes were all we could get. And then this thing was just like this shining gem of like perfection back then. So I have two. Um, I hear it's really hard to get now. Um one I was going to add that to my grail for sure. Yeah. One of them has a second, uh, I put the cable head on, on here with the shining eye uh, and it looks really good. So. 
So yeah, that figure was announced when they announced Danny Moonstar and Rocket Raccoon 90s Gene. And I was so excited. I was like, what kind of era do we live in that we're getting Danny Moonstar, Strife, and a 90s Gene? I mean, and unfortunately, as you said, that was a peak because then the X-Men embargo came into fruition and there were no X-Men legends for such a long time, except for Baby Spalding. Wave was was amazing that last wave before the full x-men embargo came down i mean what was it that was that was strife was that uh revolution cyclops x-force storm yeah. build a jubilee who yeah. else was in that? I, it was a really oh yeah it was magneto, magneto. Yeah, yeah and we had a, a really strong well. lineup yeah it was a true exclusive yeah. And somebody knew their stuff because he came with a random little gold sword that had a skull on it. And if you go back, it's in Executioner's Song when he's whooping Apocalypse. And it was in one frame that he's holding the sword. It's not even his. It's not even named. But they, like, gave it to him in the in the box. I thought that was amazing, too. So yeah. somebody was, out there loves Strife. Thank I mean, God. that was that was the end of a really great era with Toys R Us and the, the X-Men Legends coming out as much as they were. All right, guys. Drum roll, please. Our top choice this is our number one best marvel legends and mike we're kicking off with you okay 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 number one for me is i think more of a passion than a great figure but i will argue it's a great figure until my dying day uh and my number one is the uh juggernaut wave ice man uh he is the figure i have the most of i think i have six or seven of him um I think the plastic they used is the perfect plastic for Iceman. Everyone who bought the retro-carded Iceman that's white tried to figure out some way to give it a blue wash so that it would look better because he looks like a pearl. Um, I like the AOA Iceman, but I think the blue is too blue. So like, this is my, this is my Bobby for every display that I have. And I know the complaints are like, he's gummy, but like, I don't know, mine aren't too gummy. He's difficult to pose. I get it. But the sculpt is also beautiful. I love the Spider-Man body. I love the, what are these little, these little articulating? Butterfly joints. The butterfly, butterfly joints. joints. They're so perfect. And his face sculpt is like, it's so jagged and perfect. And his little feet are jagged and he's got his little ice toes. Like, I, I Bobby is my like number one character. So I know I'm a little biased, but. There's no figure I like more than this one. There's, there, well, there's no, I think I have, this is, this is, this uh -oh. is what I have in my life. <laughs> so like, there's just never been a good, like, this Bobby's head, like, I smile. love that figure. No. hot mess, ultimate Bobby with his bandana. I love, I love Ultimate Bobby. That figure just makes me so, like this. Anyway, I won't just show you all of these. Like, I just think finally, finally, they got a nice man that looks good, that feels good, that I find appealing visually in many ways. And I'm just very happy to have it. And I, it's my number one because I love him. And that's it. He's not good, but I love him and he's mine. He's, all he's a great figure. Listen, the only the only shade I'm going to throw is the Age of Apocalypse Iceman. Jason knows this because I have spammed his DMs about it. He needed his Rider Strong hair. That's not that's Rick Remender, Age of Apocalypse Iceman, which is a modern version of the character. You need the parted hair, the Joe Mad hair. That is Age of Apocalypse Iceman. But the body mold and the paint job works for me, I think. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think that that Iceman, that that Juggernaut Wave Iceman, is absolutely like the best all-purpose Bobby that we've that we've gotten. Like everything else is so specific. Like you know, you have the the classic one that is, I agree, is a little too pearly and smooth. Bobby is not my favorite. I like him a little jagged. A little and jagged. Then, I, I agree. I think the the Age of Apocalypse. It, it that the hair is wrong, and he is as much as I do love that like jolly rancher blue jolly rancher look for age of apocalypse Iceman. for some reason it's not working as well as i want it to on that so i would agree i would put that i would put that juggernaut wave Iceman probably as my ideal michelle you're number one <laughs> okay so i remember when this figure was like announced like i always hit up the hasbro booth when i go to uh, Comic Con because I like to just see the big old like diorama thing that they do, and I happened to be wearing my 
Jean Grey with Scott, but like coyly, like holding Wolverine's hand off to the side shirt. And one of the Hasbro guys was like, oh, that's a really nice shirt. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, Jean's my favorite. And he's like, oh, you know, I think you should come to the panel later. And then when I came, they announced the Lovers 3-pack. And I'm a sucker for packs. Like, I love it when they pack together figures that make sense. And these figures made sense to me. Also, I was so excited to finally get a 90s Jean Grey figure that I could afford. Because the Rocket Raccoon one was ridiculous. And she wasn't even that cute. So for my top figure, I'm going to go with the 90s Jean Grey. Jean Grey stand coming through. <laughs> I had to. I had to. The fact that you, me, and Jason were all probably in these panels together and we're like not sitting together geeking out is such a miss. But I have to oh. agree. I geeked out like... We all know that I have a complicated history with Ms. Jean Grey, but... But this figure's so good. That figure fucking rocks. And when they revealed the ponytail head, I, that whole room erupted. Do you know the controversy, followed by a question, that at San Diego Comic-Con, they had the heads and the hair swapped. And then yep. when they released them, they, they changed it. And I want to know what the original intention was. I actually like the way they had it at San Diego better, but... In your open version, Michelle, you have the ponytail. Do you prefer the ponytail head over the flow hair? Well, I prefer the flowy hair, but this is the one that I got open. And I asked the guy, I was like, hey, you got the, the full hair? And he's like, no, I sold that. Uh, I was like, I there. to figure out how to make hollow hair for these big figures to not weigh them down. The only thing I want to add is that the Rocket Raccoon Jean, I was very happy with the marbleizing of her, you know, her chest. There was talking about <laughs> talking about quality control though in the Rocket Raccoon wave. There's some Jean Greys that have bags under her eyes, and she we call her Sleepy Time Jean Grey because it's she literally it, yeah she just fainted and she just woke up. It is really awful. I've sold off. I had like eight of those Rocket Raccoon, and I've sold off the Sleepy Time ones. I'm but the Rocket Raccoon that. one has the Terry Dotson art of Jean and Flink. After you and I broke up. I was on the subway and I was just looking at photos of that figure. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm starting to really love the Dodson's arts right now. And I was like, I wanted to talk to you about it, but we were in the middle of our falling out. So, well, that's okay. Terry Dodson can bring us back together. Oh, Dodson's are amazing. The Dodson's are amazing. All right, Flink, you're number one. This is my number one figure for, you know, a lot of reasons obviously because it's one of my very favorite characters, but it's at number one because we were basically told, you know, many years ago, this figure would never happen. It was too fetish, too sexy, too female to ever appear at a mass retail. Um, so I just really kind of never expected to get it. Um, and we had to suffer through some really sad versions of this character to, to get here. Um, and so my number one choice is Hellfire Club box set, uh, Emma Frost, uh, full corset, full furry cape, her cute little blonde bob with some, some highlights, some, some multicolored blonde in here, some beautiful blue eyeshadow. Uh, she's absolutely perfect. I, I, I wish she could stand a little bit better, um, but I, I, I can't fault this figure. You know, they could have they could have cheaped out on her in so many ways, uh, just like the year before they released like White Rabbit in a, a Spider-Man wave. And she's got like a white uh, corset that doesn't have like this boning and like lace detail. And I think we all kind of thought like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll get a White Queen Emma uh, on the White Rabbit body. And sure enough, we did get an Emma, but they gave us a fully unique corset with like full corset detailing on it. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I guess I could share this spot with with the Black Queen as well, since they're essentially the same figure uh, with different different heads. But um, I got to give it to my girl Emma. This yeah. figure's just fucking flawless. The Black Queen Jean Grey shares the Black her number Queen one. Celine, Celine, <laughs> Celine, what? Celine, Queen Celine. No, that figure. You said it all. I mean, yeah, that figure. I love as a huge Emma fan. They, it's just perfection. She looks so good. However Sorry, hard it was to get, um, it was worth it. 
yeah, just think of what we had to suffer through. Think of all the sour grape Emma faces we had to suffer through before we, we, we got this one. I know people that purchased a Hasbro Pulse Plus account just to make sure that they would be able to get <laughs> one figure. Yeah, me, exactly. Me, I, I, I did that. And then I ordered two um, and was scared that they were going to cancel my order because it said one per customer. And I like called the Hasbro customer service line. Oh, I remember hold. this. You were such yeah. a good human being. You like volunteered. Like, like that I'll cancel gonna... one. I just need to make sure I get one. But no, I, I, I do have another set. I was going to sell it, but I can't. I, the, 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 the box is too beautiful. The figures are too beautiful. I'm probably going to hold on to that forever. I love like the that. invitation to the Hellfire Club. Oh, that box was amazing. Oh, I missed Easy. out on that. <laughs> what, you don't have it? How do you I not have what I, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I've been searching for it. I will even take them loose. I would really love the box, but yeah. So if anyone wants to sell theirs. Yeah, I'm seeing it's not, you know what? It's not so bad on eBay. I'm looking at it right now. It's in the two hundreds. I know that's pricey. It was a hundred to begin with. So So I think it was like 90. I think it was 90. But yeah, my God, hover Xavier, the, the writer Xavier is going for $115. Uh, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> My number one is Lady Deathstrike. Mm. I think she is such a wonderful, beautiful figure. I love the sleeves. I think Hasbro really like nailed it here with their like face. Like, look at her right there. She looks like she just jumped out of the cartoon. There are some figures that are being produced now, <clears throat> Sue Storm, that don't look as nice as this. And it looks beautiful. And as I was thinking about this figure, I was like, you know what this looks like right here? Like this, like, mold? Age of Apocalypse Storm's costume. Absolutely. So Ooh. they can repurpose this figure, this beautiful mold, and give us Age of Apocalypse Storm as well. So this is my number one. I think the paint apps look great. I think her hands look very sinister and amazing. I Listen, I would love to put a Jean Grey, but I think she looks great right here. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm so surprised we got that, uh, considering that they've been so prudish. That's full-on nakedness. Yeah, but that's right how here. she is, though. Yeah, yeah, we're... yeah, and I'm glad. And for folks at home who probably don't know this, we as collectors lived through an era where Walmart and some of the retailers wouldn't take figures who were a bit more scandalously dressed, specifically the female figures. So I'm glad that we have them like this in their comics format where they are empowered and they look fucking badass. Yeah, I keep a list on my phone of most wanted legends, and, and it's the most ridiculous high, like... Uh, unlikeliness list and it's been the same five figures forever we might talk about it in a second the only one of that five in the last five six years that has been checked off is lady death strike so uh, it was definitely one that i didn't expect to see because it was in my grail list and we got it and i just have to say that for a figure that is like predominantly beige she's like a really striking figure like yeah. no pun intended <laughs> Jason and us right now, you're number one. All right. So <clears throat> another thick figure, another figure I never thought we'd get that they did so well. And it has to be Onslaught. Hell yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. This figure is so good. And the story behind this figure is that they only released it as Red Skull, uh, Red Onslaught. And I was like, I don't care. You got me close enough. I'll take it. I'll make my own head, which I immediately did. And then they put the swerve on us and they um, gave us the head later. And I was just ecstatic that they were, I was actually going to get a non-custom completed version of it. Um, and I love this figure so much. It is the one that every time I pass by my shelf, it always catches my eye. Uh, slightly modernized. It reminds me so much of the video game. And then the real special story about this is... Uh, after I owned this figure, um, that was the time that I decided to actually produce this cosplay. Um, and it began my technique of using action figures to make cosplays because I actually had a 3D model and I could, I could figure out how it was going to look. Um, that was the cosplay that made me an award-winning cosplayer. I think it put my name on the map. So I owe so much to this figure for inspiring me to even do this character um, and bringing the, the love for Onslaught back. So... 
it's very near and dear to me and it has a lot of history with me. So he will, he will forever be my number one. Yeah. I was going to say, was it being shirtless that made you an award winning? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God. That was, I love that. And I remember uh, same thing with, with what you said, when we got read the red onslaught wave with Sharon Carter, I was like, I'm happy enough with like the red onslaught wave. Cause some of us liked Rick Remender's run. And some people, <laughs> some people liked it. But then when they did the X-Men, that first X-Men wave, Kitty came with the Onslaught head. And I mm. remember we went nuts. I mean, it probably blew up your DMs, Flink. Oh, yeah. I was. I remember they showed it. They showed the Onslaught head at the same time they revealed uh, the Rogue, which was the first figure they revealed from, from that, that Juggernaut wave. Honestly, one of the best baths they, that Hasbro has, has ever done. It was like the hardest build the figure for me to eventually get my hands on because I didn't care about the wave at all. Whereas like with like Wendigo, it was like, get the wave juggernaut. It's like, get the wave strong guy. Even well, get the wave and sell a bunch of it. But like onslaught took me so long to build. And I was just like waiting on it and waiting on it. And I hadn't read anything about red onslaught. So I was just so confused why it came with this red skull head. And I was like, what are they doing? This makes no sense. I'm obviously missing something. And then I literally didn't know until I was going through my bag of like juggernaut stuff that I had an onslaught head. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God, I can finish this. It can look good. It can be on my shelf and not have a... And so it's like, it's got a really close place to my heart too. So love that figure so much. I had to Google what the red onslaught build a figure looked like because I've had the onslaught head on it since like the second it came out. Listen... 96 X-Men with Onslaught, that is going to forever be my era. That is peak X-Men for me. No disrespect to the great stories we got with new X-Men and and Hawkspox and Mike Carey, but for me, it's always going to be that Joe Mad era that's going to have a special place in my heart where that is the X-Men for me. I'll tell this story again. I tell it a lot. It's very profound for me. I had stopped reading comics for such a long time. I didn't care anymore. I I didn't need to know anything about it. Um... And I still remember the cartoon was great. We, my mom was driving us through the city. We were at a stoplight and the stoplight was in front of a comic book store in 1996. And they had a giant cardboard cutout of what Onslaught was to like promote the storyline coming out. And I was like, whoa, like, what is that in that window? I need to know what this story is. I need to know who that character is. And that made me start going back to like the library and reading the, the Onslaught comic books. Um, that cover of Gene facing off against Onslaught on the cover. And I think it's the issue where she kidnaps her in the, in the dressing room, that iconic yep. story where she finds out about all those secrets of, of Xavier. That was the, the book that also got me back into comics in 1996. Well. In a world full of lies, I will be the only truth. Who am I, Jean Grey? I am a god. And then he like hits her in the head and then she's in the, the dressing room. It has Onslaught all Onslaught, over her forehead. Yeah. Yeah, everything will... about that was so memorable for me. The the okay, this can turn into an onslaught podcast. Sorry. <laughs> right, anyways, gun to head. Hasbro is granted you one Marvel Legends. You can pick whichever one you want. Any character, they're gonna make it for you. Which character is it? I have no idea when we'll get it, but it is one hundred percent spiral. I need a spiral deluxe figure on a new body mold. I will be the happiest person in the world. Wait, how do you, you know- feel about the one that they released before? It's good enough. It's not up on a shelf right now, but we definitely need a new uh, Hasbroized version. I feel like I would kill. I don't have the spiral, but like that spiral, I think is still kind of beautiful. But like, well, the one without the helmet, I think is my favorite one. But yeah, I was just going to ask, like, is that one not good enough for you? No, I've customized it a few times. So I've repainted it. I gave it a new head and it's still just not peaking my like spiral ability. I see the customs that, that are on Instagram and I'm like, that's what I want. I want that custom looks like. I feel like for early days of Hasbro and for something unique as a six armed warrior woman, they did a pretty good job with it, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't hold up at all. Uh, you know, new long shot, new spiral, new mojo like yesterday. Well, we should get a three pack, you know, with like a long shot, a mojo and a spiral Hasbro sold. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, but mine, I think it would be, I love generation X so much and I would love to have a husk figure and ideally it comes in a two pack with her boyfriend chamber because 
like they're just iconic together. I love an iconic two pack. I'm a two pack girl, so I'm gonna be greedy and I need two. I need Chamber and Husk. You want that bright pink outfit or which outfit with the yellow accents? Yeah, Generation X uh, uniforms with with the red and then like the uh, big puffy yellow like gloves and boots. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. And then Chamber like lights up because you know he's all. I'm so big on like finishing teams, but you know, there's the classics that ever, I think I won't even say that everyone would want to sort of finish their teams, but gun to head. That's what makes me choose this one. It's an X to Bobby Drake, just like D iced, just a Sean. I want when they had the 20th anniversary of X-Men and they just gave us like bogus figures. Well, bogus to me. I was so disappointed. I want that like original X line in all of their leather suits all of the matching all of those like bad toys we got before and it's only because i'm an Iceman stan i know that but gun to head i would ask for a redo of the x2 bobby drake which i checked on ebay today and they're like four hundred dollars for the old school one yeah i i got rich i got my guy right here and i I know i have two of them yeah, I'm really so like, hard to find. I found him at KB Toys. Same for like no. in the three for ten dollar bin. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember when you found him for that cheap. It's 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 like I think the only one of those X figures that has like the amount of articulation that it has. It's like thirty two points. Like that was Iceman's big selling point. So yeah, that's gun to head. I want it. I want the Hasbro version of that guy, or any DIs Bobby. Honestly, any DIs Bobby. I'll take. We need point, an updated like, 90s. That's the one, yeah. And the X-Men movie was like my kind of like very important X-Men moment. So I feel like that's where like any of those figures I'll buy. The original ones. I don't need any fast bender toys. <laughs> fast bender toys. <laughs> Speak for yourself. True. I need one fast bender toy. We won't <laughs> talk about that. What, if we didn't make that figure, I want him to come with a, a frozen chilled um, soda pop can and that glass yes. just to complete that very homo- homoerotic scene that he had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was hot as fuck. <laughs> that Dr. Right. Pepper product placement. Dr. Dr. Pepper there. right there. All right, Flink, who's your gun to head figure? Uh, I'm sort of like Mike. I'm all about completing teams and my like gun to head or like all my wish lists are, are full of characters that are probably on Hasbro's radar. So I'm going to go out of left field and I'm going to pick somebody from a team we have, we, we, we don't have anyone from. If I had my way, we would be getting a pixie figure. Uh, I just, I love that cast of new X-Men. I think she's got the, the coolest look. I would want her like more Scotty Young, less Greg Land. Um, and, you know, I, I want her to look like the pixie. Um, and I just, I think she's a long shot. I think that there was maybe a time like 15 years ago, maybe we would have, she would have been on their radar, but I think she's like so completely off their radar now that I am, I am going to make it my personal mission starting now to make sure that pixie is on Hasbro's radar. I have no qualms with that. I'm looking forward to pixie striking back. Oh Jesus! Oh God. no! no. <laughs> so for 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 anyone who hasn't listened to uh, me and Dayspring's early early podcasting generations of X, we had a rather contentious uh, debate over the the uh, miniseries Pixie Strikes Back. I'm sure you can guess which one of us was was pro Pixie and which one of us uh, was 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 not. Decidedly not. We were so parasol to Nicole Ritchie when we were recording. Almost ended our friendship. <laughs> Mine is going to be Doug Ramsey. I want Doug Ramsey, Krakoan era with the warlock sword and the arm in his cute little jacket. I, I want it. That's, I, we need it. And we, and we do know that a new mutants male version figure is coming with what cannonball, Doug, maybe sunspot. You know, that's sort of been on the talk, you know, officially, you know, on the back burner, but I need it to be Krakoan era. That's mm. it. It needs to be Doug in his, in, in his Ten of Swords outfit. I agree. That seems I mean, likely, actually, because he's so in the spotlight right now. Well, where's Captain Britain? Where's Captain Britain? We haven't even gotten, we haven't even gotten that the, one. Wave two. 
Wave two, wave two right there. So I'm, of course, a nerd alert cosplay on Instagram and a little bit on TikTok. And if you want to follow my um, personal escapades, that's not just a nerd, also on Instagram. Um, coming up, I, my next convention is San Diego Comic Con. Hopefully, I have new X Men related costumes for that that I'm working on that I'll keep secret for now. But um, yeah, look forward to that. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Michelle Wapolo. I don't tweet that much. I'm on Instagram a little bit more. Also have a joint account with my husband at adventures.in.geekdom where we chronicle our toy hunting and comic book collecting adventures. Projects coming up. I've got a panel hopefully getting approved with Paul for San Diego Comic Con because uh that's how we're going to get our tickets to go. <laughs> <laughs> it is shady the way we're doing this. Uh, <laughs> we were like, okay, well, fine, no, we I mean, we also, tickets. we also love, okay, so we love X-Men. So we're doing, we're hoping to get a panel approved with uh, some of the X-Men animated series creators and voice casts. That should be a lot of fun. We know Larry and Larry Houston and Dan Beesenmeyer are going for sure. So if we can get anybody else involved, like that would be fantastic. Also, I'm hoping to have another premiere coming up since I missed the last um, Multiverse of Madness one. Working on some cosplays for that. And yeah, and then just, you know, slinging comic books every Wednesday night for Dreamworld Collectibles on their Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Flinkman. Um, I'm going to be hopefully appearing here on Power of X-Men a lot more frequently. Um, I'm also getting back to doing some uh, convention hopping. And this summer you can catch me at Ranger Stop and Pop in Atlanta and then San Diego Comic-Con, uh, obviously, in San Diego. Uh, my name is Michael Ham, and you can find me on Instagram at michael.ham.cosplay if you want to see the cosplay stuff. If you're looking for the less family-friendly version of what I'm doing, you can check that out on Instagram at hammy73. That made it sound dirty. It's not that dirty. It's just my regular life stuff and some shirtless things. And yeah, I live in Canada, so my next con is YetiCon in Toronto, followed up by Kelowna Comic Con in BC. And then hopefully Dragon Con following that. And yeah, in terms of what I'm working on costume-wise, I think the, the things that will be most interesting to this group of people and listeners is in August, I'm dyeing my hair blonde. So I will be doing a Doug Ramsey, a Boom Boom, and a Blue Suit Dazzler. Fuck. So yes. stay tuned. Yes. MG. Oh, you just won over the whole panel. <laughs> the whole <laughs> chat. As if we haven't been stands of yours for years, now we're even bigger stands. Blondes have more fun. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm at Power of X Men on Instagram. Sometimes I tweet. Please don't follow us there because you will be thoroughly disappointed. In terms of what we have coming up, Michelle and I had a great interview that we were really excited for, but we're just told we can't air it. And uh, so we have Steve Orlando coming up and we are plowing through Age of Apocalypse, which we're really excited for. We have Flink on those episodes. Michelle, Scott, and I had a fun time, and Flink was was joining the fold there. And yeah, we have a lot of other things coming up on the horizon as they get confirmed. Bye! See you next time, guys! Bye, guys! Bye. Bye.